Welcome back to The Lawyer You Know, and today we're going to unpack the new trillion-dollar infrastructure bill. So as we get into how someone possibly spends a trillion dollars, there used to be those shows where it's like, what is more money than you could spend in your lifetime? I'm pretty sure a trillion dollars is, but our federal government, by golly, they did it. They're going to try They found a way to do it. So let's talk about where our tax dollars are going in the form of one trillion dollars to help our infrastructure. Before we get into what's actually in the bill and where the money's getting spent, if you guys like this content, subscribe to our page. Let us know what type of stuff you want us to unpack or break down. We're happy to do it. Like this video if you like this type of content. And Pete, to start talking about this infrastructure bill, do you think it was necessary? Did we need something like this? You know, I think that there's a lot of stuff in the bill that is a great idea that is gonna move this country into the 21st, I mean, well into the 21st century, and it will work out well. Now, there's some stuff in here that, I don't know, by the time it kind of implements, I think it's gonna be outdated and useless, but that's government for you. Right, but we did need an infrastructure update, mm -hmm. so I think that was necessary. Something Trump was also working yep. on when he was in office. Let's talk a little bit about the bipartisan nature of this infrastructure bill, right? So it started out at three or four trillion dollars, right? Four point five trillion, and it got whittled down to just one little trillion. One trillion, which is okay. only a thousand billion, which is, <laughs> which is at least some sort of compromise, right? It, the vote was sixty-nine to thirty. Yeah. So that means nineteen Republicans voted with the Democrats, and all the Democrats voted in favor of this bill. Which you know, President Biden, being Democrat pushing this bill, you know, that makes sense that it was more Democrat heavy, but to get 19 Republicans, in, including uh, Mitch McConnell. In this political climate. makes a, I mean, that shows yeah. you the bipartisan nature of it. Talk a little bit about how you'd see a little, some of Trump's fingerprints on this as yeah. well. Yeah, you see a lot of stuff in here that's got more than Trump's fingerprints. It's Trump's idea. The concepts of updating roads and trains and, you know, just upgrading the systems that our country works on to include oil pipelines, water, you know, uh, production, um, electricity, that, that just screams Trump. That's a obviously a capitalistic idea of getting the infrastructure, which for those of you who don't understand what the word means, it means like those actual internal structures, uh, roads, railways, electricity, communications that make business flow, updated, fixing bridges, so that uh, you know that commerce can function, That's which really is why is about. you know it was truly bipartisan. There was things that both parties wanted. It's you can call it Democrat heavy because Biden is in fact president, yeah. but there is a lot of bipartisan nature of it. And even though there are some of Trump's fingerprints, mm -hmm. he was harshly opposed to it. Called it the start of a Green New Deal. Yeah. He told Mitch McConnell not to vote in favor of it, even though McConnell said no to Trump and yes to voting for it. Biden applauded the Republicans that voted in favor of it for being courageous. So mm -hmm. it's not easy to be bipartisan in this um, climate, yeah. but this seems like a step in the right direction and hopefully a lot of good comes from it. Now we're going to take a quick minute to go through where this trillion dollars is being spent. We're going to go kind of quickly through it. I'm glad Pete defined what infrastructure is in case anybody doesn't know, basically roads, power, things like that. But we're going to show where all the money went that is that is actually investing in the infrastructure. And then at the end, we're going to talk about some of the weird stuff that has slipped into this bill. As in every bill, mm -hmm. they try to add all this stuff that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with infrastructure. And you can let us know in the comments if this would make you nix it all together because it's not, in fact, purely an infrastructure bill. But Pete, tell us where the billions of dollars are going in infrastructure. Right. Um 
from what has been approved, it looks like $110 billion is going to the repair and rebuilding roads and bridges. Uh, a lot of this stuff is supposed to be designed to be bicycle and pedestrian friendly. And also, I think this is cool, climate change mitigation, whatever that means. But I think that their intention is to make sure that our roads don't collapse every year. So those of us that grew up up north, you know what those big humongous potholes look like. There's $66 billion for passenger and freight rail to modernize all the American rail networks. This is huge because if you go to Europe or Asia or anywhere else other than this country, Trains are a huge mass transit. I mean, people use trains. They don't actually use their cars every day. So we're going to be getting a lot of that, theoretically. $39 billion for public transit, which includes electrifying uh, buses and making sec centers for like electric vehicles, making actual publicly available charging stations. $25 billion to modernize airports. Uh, that's a Trump, uh, you know, byproduct. $17 million, 17, excuse me, billion for port infrastructure, so to be able to get bigger and more modern ships in, 11 billion for transportation safety, 7.5 billion for electric vehicles. Again, that's part of adding superchargers on the highways in rural areas. 7.5 billion in buses and ferries that are zero or low emissions, meaning ships that run on electricity and not on coal and oil and $1 billion in revitalization of communities. That, that's kind of something that I think we'll talk about in the weird stuff later. Also, non-infrastructure, non-traditional stuff. $65 billion in broadband so that every American throughout the country can have connectivity to internet. $73 billion to upgrade all the power infrastructure. $55 billion in clean drinking water to include taking all the old lead pipes out and replacing them so we can actually have you know, clean water in places like Flint, Michigan. Something neat, resilience and western water storage. $50 billion to basically fight all the droughts that happen out west all the time. $21 billion for pollution removal. Uh, and that's about it. So when you hear of all those just billions and billions, billions. of dollars being spent, it is, sounds kind of crazy. This is going to happen over time, not immediately. Yeah. And if anybody's wondering like where the Republican pushback was on this, they did agree for the most part across the board that we needed something like this. We needed infrastructure updating. They agreed with most of these categories that what mm -hmm. was necessary to be fixed. Okay. One of the major issues was, I think I saw a quote from Rick Scott that he thought this bill should have been closer to $300 million yeah. total. I'm sorry. $300 billion, billion total as opposed to $1 trillion, which is triple that. Yeah. So they were really just thinking on to a lesser extent, lesser scale, lesser taxpayer dollars. Rick Scott said something like, we as Americans need to learn how to live within our means, which is hilarious because what is he worth? A couple billion dollars? Yeah. I'll tell you what I think his, uh, his big hangup is. His big hangup is a lot of what is going to be produced and done by government agencies can be outsourced and done by private industry probably better and cheaper and faster than what the government's going to do it. Second thing is, let's not forget, he's an old hospital and insurance executive. So one of the big things that was in here is Trump's plan to reduce drug prices. It's actually yes, still in and they, here. And they, but they paused it. Yeah, but he, he, I think that was one of his big deals. Like, whoa, you can't kill my industry because that's where my stock options are. Yeah, I, I, and it's, it's funny, like especially him and a lot of these politicians have these, you know, kind of like personal... Mm -hmm internal struggles of what's best for them and yeah. what they're actually going to, how obvious they're going to make yeah. it for what's best for them. What's best for me as opposed to what's best for the rest of us. All right. So we talked a lot of infrastructure with mm -hmm. those billions of dollars. Now let's get into some of the weird stuff that some people may look at and be like, why is this in an infrastructure bill? All right. The why I'll tell you is this. 
there is nothing, there is no line item veto in the federal government. Meaning if a bill gets presented to the, the, the president, he's got to sign it all in or reject it all in. You can't, you can't pick and choose. Yes, so, not this one, yes to this, not this one. So that's why they just... Sure, which is why a bill like this becomes 2,700 pages because it's full of what we call pork. And pork is just basically the fat that's in it that's got nothing to do with anything that this bill is titled with. And here's the weird stuff inside of this bill. Um, a mandate that there will be alcohol monitoring systems and, and I quote, an advanced drunk driving prevention technology built into every car that is sold. Tax regulations on cryptocurrencies. So all these poor people have been investing in this currency that's supposed to be secret. Well, you have to pay taxes on it now. Delay in Which the- Which makes sense because of course the government's gonna want their tax. Because they're gonna get about $28 billion in new revenues wow. out of that. That's wow. what the, 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 the thought is. Again, delaying the drug rebate rule, and that's the thing I just talked about with Rick right. Scott. There were supposed to be $10 billion to create a civilian climate corps, which is $10 billion to put a diverse generation of Americans to work on public lands to boost resilience and advance environmental justice, whatever it's, that it's means. It's weird sometimes <laughs> to think like when you have conversations with your friends and you're just talking about like, what would be a good idea? Some of these things that get put in the bills are so vague and have so little yeah. reality to them and practicality that you read it and you're like, okay, I mean, that sounds good. But it's like, what does that actually mean? Sure. And why does it cost $10 billion? Or how $10 about this billion one? dollars. How about this one? $20 billion to advance racial equality and environmental justice. Sounds great in the title, right? Right. All right. We spent... $20 billion on COVID. This new project is basically supposed to find a way to make right the land that was taken back in the 1950s to produce the inter interstate highway system and somehow give back to those ethnic, and I don't mean just black, but I mean ethnic communities like the Greek community and the Italians that lost their homes to highways. I don't know how you do so that. So you take the full COVID for the whole nation, yes. bill $20 billion, and now they have $20 billion to spend to find a way to make right it. Yeah. to where roads were chosen to make. And, you know, we've there, there there's absolutely truth to that in the history. We've seen, we've read stories. We've seen movies made about that. But again, the implementation and reality of this is what is that actually going to mm -hmm. look like? How does it, are they sending people checks? Are they buying people houses? How do you prove it? Is it part of a, you know, application process? It no, just seems. It's $20 billion. Go figure it out. Right. That's line <laughs> item for this, but it's like. Yeah. How about this one? $100 billion for new public schools to make lunches greener. So I actually read this because I'm like, do they mean put vegetables in lunches? Yeah. No. What they mean is a hundred billion dollars to make, yes, food more nutritious, but to uh, alleviate like the plastic, the paper plates that we Instead, use. Instead, they're going to use like plastic or I, whatever. I guess. No plastic, probably no plastic, no plastic straws, paper straws just, in all the schools. Again, a hundred billion dollars. I'm not saying this right. stuff is not necessary. This may be necessary, but a hundred billion dollars for it. Like, it's just crazy. And it's really interesting to think about who sits down and makes this budget and how they apportion this money is kind of crazy. Right. Um, you skip this one. You skip the little oh, $213 billion. Such a small amount, it's sometimes just not even worth talking about. $213 billion. Listen to this one, ladies and gentlemen. To retrofit homes and make old houses sustainable. I don't really know how to define sustainable. Like lead paint? Yeah, make them, you Asbestos, know. Asbestos, like stuff like that? I'll give that. you one of the things that's in here removing the windows in old buildings and putting all like, you know, tempered glass, dual right. pane glass. So think about it. 
you buy a building that is 100 years old in a, in a city like Baltimore or Detroit, um, you can knock the whole building down and build a new one for, I'm just making it up, $100,000. Or you can spend $300,000 taking all the windows out of it and putting new ones in to make them fit these old holes. This, this stuff just... And these are going to be private buildings they're going to do this to? $213 well, billion? $40 billion is earmarked for public housing. The rest of it is allocated to existing homes. So I guess you're just going to apply and Which say, is right where, like, where just we're supposed to trust politicians and the government, right? So they've got $40 million to go to public housing, right? People that need it, people that can't afford to fix billion, their window. Yeah. Sorry, $40 billion. People that can't fix their windows, you know, whatever. That, that can't afford to do it, public housing, $40, 40000000000 billion. But that still leaves 173 mm -hmm. billion that can just be handed under the table to people. Oh, here's what it's that's what be. it feels like to me. Is it's like, no. are we ever going to know? Like we're talking about this bill right now. Are, are any of us ever going to know where this 170 billion dollars actually goes? Yes, to? and I'll tell you where it's going to go. Okay. This is exactly what happened with Halliburton uh, when, during Gulf War One. They just gave open-ended contracts to friends and family and said, here's what you're going to do. We're going to give you $170 billion to go to these old dilapidated buildings and change their windows out. Oh, this is tough, man. It's like, yeah. And it's just like, we wonder why there, there's a bunch of these like roofing fraud, mm -hmm. insurance fraud cases where people are like, yeah, just tell them your roof's messed up. We'll put a new roof on the insurance company. will pay us. That's what's going to happen. A bunch of fraud with this, Listen, with these types of numbers too. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's going to be insane. All right. So now that we've gotten through some of the, the hundreds of billions of dollars spent on some of the weird stuff, mm -hmm. what was left out of this infrastructure bill that one side or the other wanted in? All right. The big, I'll just go through the big stuff. Um, clean energy tax credits. Uh, Long-term care facilities were left out. So there was, uh, there's actually an entire section about how we're supposed to care for elderly and disabled people in the future. I care really those people do not count. That stuff's out. Uh, there was $1.7 trillion in this original bill that, that uh, President Biden had wanted spending for long-term care for older adults with disabilities. Totally out. Schools and climate change research. Totally out. Human infrastructure, meaning money allocated for child care and tax credits to their families. Totally out. They wanted to raise the corporate tax rate to 18% and then have a pass-through, I'm sorry, strike that, 28% and have an additional 18% tax on profits. That's totally out. They were going to modernize the Veterans Administration's health centers. Totally out. But needed. Huge, <laughs> yeah. truth be told, they should shut that down and, and just let people go into private hospitals regardless. And the big one, a big, and this is going to be contentious when it gets over to the House of Representatives, the immigration bill. All that immigration language is totally out. And Nancy Pelosi already has made mention that this is going to be difficult in the House. Yeah. And they want, and then the Senate has already voted 50 to 49 to start debate over another $3.5 trillion bill. What, right. what are we talking about there? Right. Remember now, this original bill was supposed to be $4.5 trillion. It is now $1 trillion, which means we have $3.5 trillion that we've cut out of there. Interestingly enough, $3.5 is exactly what is going to be the fight, uh, and that's the budget resolutions and for Democratic priorities and immigration. $3.5 And Nancy Pelosi says they were not going to let it go forward unless that goes back into this bill. And what I mean that is the Senate proposed it. It's now going to the House of Representatives. They've got to ratify it to get it to the president. Yeah, it's really crazy how it can be have this much support, like 69 votes. Mm-hmm. 
And the House was like, yeah, it's not going to pass here. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy to get this much bipartisan support and then it just go away. And the House knows it's going to go sure. away and they're making these threats to try to leverage it to get more of what they want into the bill after the president and the Senate seem to be on board with this bill as is. But this is what makes government so hard. This is what makes accomplishing things so hard is even when you get 69% of the vote plus the president on your side, one branch of government, not even a full branch, one one half of the legislature can just kill it. Right. And again, all this work and all these taxpayer dollars to pay all these people to do it down the drain if certain people don't yeah. get what they want. And between you and me, I think there's no way they're ever going to get the bipartisan support on this bill. If at, it's 4.5 trillion. Yeah, it ain't no way. I mean, if, if the Republicans want it to be 300 million, the Democrats want it to be 4.5 trillion, seems like there's a compromise on 1 trillion. Which is probably still, still too fall, much. But it's still going to fall yeah. flat. Mm -hmm. I mean, half's going to say too much, half's going to say not enough, but it's still going to fall flat. But when you see how much money is put into this stuff, I don't know. I don't know. We're not politicians, I guess. That's why. Let us know what you think in the comments. What do you think about this bill? Too much money, too little money. What do you think about some of the weird categories? What do you think about how America gets bills into law, mm -hmm. right? What do you think about this whole process and how it's determined and how much is just based on individual people, what they want and what's best for them yep. in the legislature. Let us know what you think. That's all we've got for this week. Thanks for being with us until next time. Thanks for watching this episode of The Lawyer You Know. If you like this content, please share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe to our page and like our videos. If you want some interaction, get in the comments and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you want to know any more information about our firm or this page, you can find out in the description or visit tragoslaw.com. We post multiple times throughout the week, so make sure you hit that bell so you can get the notification and not miss out on the next episode.